Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick, where each week we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. R.W. Stevenson states, the function of force is to unite intelligence and matter. In today's tip, we're going to grow in our understanding on principle number 10 out of the 33 chiropractic principles. Principle number 10 is exactly what I just stated, the function of force. The function of force is to unite intelligence and matter. And as you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and feel free to tag us at today's tip. Now let the class begin. So here's a recap of where we have been in regards to the 33 chiropractic principles. I'm going to go through them one by one all the way up to number nine, just as a nice little reminder for you if you haven't caught the earlier episodes. Number one, the major premise. A universal intelligence is in all matter and continually gives to it all its properties and actions, thus maintaining it in existence. Number two, the chiropractic meaning of life. The expression of intelligence through matter is the chiropractic meaning of life. Number three, the union of intelligence and matter. Life is the necessary union of intelligence and matter. Number four, the triune of life. Life is a triunity having three necessary uniting factors, namely intelligence, force, and matter. Number five, the perfection of the triune. In order to have 100% life, there must be 100% intelligence, 100% force, and 100% matter. Number six, the principle of time. There is no process that does not require time. Number seven, the amount of intelligence and matter. The amount of intelligence for any given amount of matter is 100% and is always proportional to its requirements. Number eight, the function of intelligence is to create force. Number nine, the amount of force created by intelligence is always 100%. So let's discuss number 10 in detail as we look at how force unites intelligence and matter in our body to express an optimal state of well-being. Claude Lessard states in his 2017 book, A New Look at Chiropractic's Basic Science, the following. All scientific disciplines, chiropractic, physics, chemistry, biology, psychology, etc., have basic and applied aspects. Basic science is more basic in the sense that without discovery of principles, there is nothing to apply. Applied science relies on and could not exist without basic science. For example, aviation uses two basic laws, the law of gravity and the law of aerodynamics, and then it applies it to its objective, which is flying. In the same way, chiropractic uses two basic laws, 
the law of organization, which we refer to as universal intelligence, and the law of active organization, which we refer to as innate intelligence. And it applies its objective, which is to locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the full expression of that innate intelligence within the body. Chiropractic science is therefore a combination of basic and applied sciences, and today we're going to dive into the basic science and the law of active organization. The law of active organization in chiropractic is referred to as innate intelligence. This is just a term that describes the inherent recuperative power of the body to self-organize, self-function, and self-heal. The reason chiropractors study the principles of active organization within the body is to better understand the processes of physiology. You see, when we can understand the processes of physiology, we can better understand how to work with the body and not against it. Similar to pilots studying the principles of aerodynamics so they can work with the plane and not against it. Innate intelligence creates force, or what we refer to today's language, energy. Energy broken down from the Latin roots were derived from Greek, energia, from which is n, which means in, and ergon, which is work. So the work taking place on the inside. You see, energy is that which you can't see. It's immaterial. It's vitalistic. It's a form of power, and it's utilized to create or make a form of output or activity for that which it's using it for. For example, the sun is a form of energy, and the plants use it in photosynthesis. Another example is metabolism. Metabolism is the process of generating energy, which is ATP inside our body, from nutrients that we eat or drink. Our topic of discussion today is about the energy within the body and specifically the energy within the neurological system. We'll stay away from metabolism and save that for a different episode. The neurological system is the body's energy plant as it consumes and delivers energy throughout the entire body to keep the trillions of cells working together in a state of harmony. The brain consumes a large percentage of the body's energy supply through little power plants within the nerve cells called mitochondria. The mitochondria take in sugar and oxygen and, and output ATP, which is a form of energy for the body or the nerve cell. And as the brain and the neurological system create the energy for the nerve tissue and body, it also delivers energy throughout the body. There's little tiny cells within the neurological system called neurons, which are specific neurological tissue that transmit communication to other parts of the body via electrical or energetic signals that carry information. The purpose of understanding the physiological processes of the neurological system is to grasp the fact that the nerves consume a large amount of energy from the nutrients you take in and then they output that energy to the trillions of cells in a constructive manner to create a state of harmony via the body's inherent recuperative power or in chiropractic terms the body's innate intelligence. So the communication highway of energy is hardwired in essence through the spinal cord and the nerves that pass in and out in and out of the bones in your back. 
The energy that keeps the body working in the state of harmony is traveling up and down your spine at an estimated 275 miles per hour. As this energy is flying up and down your spine throughout your body, it's carrying information within it similar to the Morse code via mental impulses. In chiropractic, nerve impulses have another name called mental impulses. Mental impulses that are not just electrical or energetic activity in essence, but electrical activity with a non-physical message embedded within the code for the purpose of coordinated activity throughout the entire body. You see, your physiology depends upon individual parts working together as one unit, and due to the trillions of cells that need to cooperate with each other, there needs to be a system in the body that's responsible for everyone to get along. That system is your neurological system, and the mental impulse is like the Morse code relaying the proper instructions for the cells and the tissues and the organs to work in harmony. R.W. Stevenson was ahead of his time in 1927 when he published his book, The Chiropractic Textbook, and described the following. A unit of mental force for a specific tissue cell or for a specific occasion is a special it has a special special message to a tissue cell for the present instant. It differs from a universal force in that it's constructive. It's for a particular moment in a need of coordination. While universal forces are not constructive in particular, and for all moments generally, and are too general to be coordinated. So what he's stating is the energy through the neurological system is intelligent energy. It's not like a lightning bolt coming down and striking the first dead tree it can find or, or, or actually a live tree that it can find or something metal that it can find. It's not uncoordinated. It's coordinated through our neurological system. And so that coordination through the neurological energy has to have some sort of uh, sequence or has to have some sort of code to it in order for the heart to know how many heartbeats it needs to be beating right now or for the stomach to know how much digestion should be taken out of the food and how much should be eliminated. So there's packets of information literally traveling through our neurological system to all parts of the body. And it's astonishing if you think about it because right now your brain and heart are communicating about whether or not you're sitting or whether or not you're standing or whether or not you're running a marathon. In this case, these mental impulses relay information back to your brain so that the information can be sent to your legs on how much blood is needed for your activity or whether or not you need it for 26.2 more miles. The transmission of these mental impulses rely upon the unique makeup of your neurological system and the nerve's capability to transmit information at 275 miles per hour is due to the cable insulated structure that provides a pathway of electrochemical communication and that needs to take place without interference. And that's where chiropractors get in to this whole conversation because the interference is where the chiropractor wants to remove it. The current theory is, is the information, information in the neurological system is sent through codes of modulation. 
changes in amplitudes and frequency of electrical charge relaying different information. Amplitude and frequency alterations to re relay information isn't new to science by any means. When you turn on your radio, you can hear music through the same process. The modulation of amplitude and frequency is what AM and FM stands for. The amplitude and frequency can be transmitted thousands of miles away via electromagnetic waves through a process of modulation. Modulation is basically change. Changing the amplitude and frequency of radio waves to hear the specific information being transmitted from radio tower to car or home. So the theory is neurological wires in your body may just be transmitting impulses in a similar manner to the radio waves changing their wave amplitude and frequency. So the point to grasp is mental impulses are not just electrochemical impulses, but rather modulated electrochemical impulses with a message carried with it. Using the radio as our example, the radio it isn't just electromagnetic waves. The radio is electromagnetic waves with a song or news attached to the modulated waves. That's the same way the neurological system could be working with the body's inner recuperative power to keep the trillions of cells working in a state of harmony. The message that's carried within the waves is the point I want you to grasp. It's intelligent. It's coordinated. You see, your body is currently sending and receiving messages throughout the entire system, through the neurological system, for the purpose of uniting your body in a state of harmony and keeping the cells and tissues and organs working together. And chiropractors or chiropractic wants you to be free of any interference at the spinal cord or nerve root level so that these mental impulses can give your inherent recuperative powers the ability to communicate and function in the state of one. Every cell in your body requires mental impulses at every moment, so that means that there are trillions of mental impulses for every moment in your body right now, maintaining proper function throughout the body. Trillions of impulses per moment requires efficiency, which means communication needs to be free of interference. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. I really love the scientific and philosophical application to these principles that R.W. Stevenson wrote over 100 years ago. So keep your ears and eyes open for our next Today's Tick episode on the 33 principles is these are one of my favorite ones. We'll see you then. Thanks. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe. Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As B.J. Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations 
due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being. This information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.